0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the first ever Silent K Podcast. I am here with my wife, Tori. Say hi, Tori. Oh, hi. And I am Jimmy Nips. I just want to thank everybody who's listening right now, everybody who tuned in, who downloaded, who's streaming this episode. I just want you all to know we got a great show ahead of us.
1: So let's uh, start by telling everybody a little bit about the show. We started with the concept of doing an advice show, but it's evolved a little since then. We are still giving advice, but it's more than that now. Advice, opinions, anything you have a question about, we have answers. They're probably not good or helpful, but we think we're funny.
0: We do, that is true. And we wanted to bring this to you on Mondays as well, because everybody needs to start the week off right, have some positivity, uh, have some guidance and some good news. Uh, And you need us, because quite frankly, we're pretty great. We're okay. Yeah, so we want to start out the show by bringing you good news from... Uh, not only the entire world, but our world.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're gonna start with uh, some good news. Uh, I think that Jimmy has the good news from the world today. It's yes. a pretty great segment here. So.
0: Yes. So I was doing some reading, doing some research, looking for good news, and I found a girl at, I believe, it was Central Michigan University. And she came across a squirrel who was drowning in a campus pool. Drowning? Drowning. A drowning squirrel. How it do you even
1: there. notice that?
0: I mean, I would think a drowning squirrel is pretty noticeable. It's got to be flailing. And I, I've heard squirrels and rats and things make some terrible noises. Oh, that's I, true. I just, uh, yeah. They, uh, a drowning squirrel's got to be making some god-awful noises.
1: So anyway, the drowning squirrel.
0: Yes, drowning squirrel. So she takes it back to her her dorm room. And she's trying to save it. She's trying to help it out. And she's got her blow dryer on there, drying it off, trying to warm it up. And she starts doing chest compressions. And what she was thinking of while she was doing the chest compressions was the scene from The Office, which I don't... You've seen that scene a million times.
1: At least a million.
0: Yeah. So there's a scene on the NBC hit program The Office where a character named Dwight Schrute is performing CPR on a CPR dummy. Uh, And... He's, well, Michael Scott, actually. Michael Scott is performing, and she tells him to pump the chest at 100 beats a minute. And uh, to do that, you count to the number and just divide by it? Is that what
1: it was? I have no idea, but you should just sing "Staying Alive.
0: That's true. You should sing Stayin' Alive by the Bee Gees, because ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, stayin, stayin' alive, staying alive, ah. Stayin uh, anyway, anyway, that's the beat that gets you 100 beats per minute. That is the proper tempo, apparently, at which you should perform CPR. So that is pretty cool. That is really good news because not only did she save the squirrel's life and she brought it back out, uh, but she did it using The Office, and I think that's some really, really good news.
1: Anyone who knows us knows that we love The Office.
0: It's pretty much playing nonstop.
1: I quoted The Office in our wedding vows. That's true. She did. So, some good news from our life. Uh, basically, we're just going to tell you about our kids, because that's all we have going on. That's it. And that's why we started a podcast. So, true. our good news is, our child, our second child, is potty training herself. And our third child smiled this week for the first time.
0: Our third child is about six weeks old now. And she does. She smiles. We sing to her. And she smiles, and it's the greatest thing in the world. And you don't even think about the possibility of her growing up to become a you know, serial killer or...
1: Or just a teenage girl.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. God, just the... We're, we're going to have three teenage girls at once. Oh, boy. No, nope, you know what? We're sticking to the good okay, news. Okay, let's go
1: back to the podcast. Yes. Okay, so speaking of kids and parenting, it brings us to our very first question. So this question comes from Don and Marcy of E-Town, uh... Names were changed for privacy. Of and course. that's
0: Elizabethtown, Kentucky, yes. not Pennsylvania.
1: Of course. So Don and Marcy, right? Our son was playing at Freeman Lake yesterday. A little boy who was about three years old gently pushed our son on the back so that he would go down the slide. Our son then yelled, "Stop pushing me, you asshole!" <laughs> Pretty sure that everybody in the park, including the toddler's parents, heard this. How would you respond?
0: <laughs> well, in my head. It would definitely be the laughter.
1: Um, Well, let's look at it from both sides. What would you do if your kid got called an asshole?
0: So if my kid was there and so my kid shoved this kid and then and then called the other kid an asshole, you know, I'd, I'd probably be mad at my kid and be like, hey, stop being an asshole. You know, you shouldn't shove people. You should wait your turn. And I would, I would teach them that, hey, we so, don't talk like that. You know, that's not what we do, but you do need to be polite.
1: I think you're confused because one of them pushed and one of them got called an asshole. Yeah.
0: Or the, called him the asshole. If my the kid one who is,
1: pushed him didn't call him the asshole.
0: My kid is shoving this kid. Right. So, my kid needs oh, so to learn to be Oh, so you think he polite. deserves
1: to be called an asshole? Yeah,
0: if, 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 if our kids are pushing people around, they get deserve, they, they need to be called an asshole. If they're doing asshole things, then oh, they're going to get called out.
1: Um, okay, well, what's your take on the one who called him an asshole? What would you do for that one?
0: Okay, so if my kid called the other kid an asshole, I'd say, Hey, don't be an asshole. It makes you an asshole when you call other kids assholes.
1: Well, I don't agree. Um... I think that you should teach manners. Well,
0: it, I, mean, I would go into that, but that's how I would start it, of course.
1: I don't think that would be very effective.
0: Well, no, I, I would tell the kid, you know, hey, you, you know, we, you don't need to be talking like that. That's not appropriate. Yeah, You'd probably be some timeouts involved because uh, we don't believe in hitting our kids while mom's around. And Whoa.
1: We are a spank-free family. I want to make that clear. Anyway, I think from my point of view... First, I would definitely be laughing. I have a really bad habit of when my kids do something bad, having to stifle a lot of laughter. I'm an awkward laugher. But I think that there's a couple things that go on here. So number one, I think that we kind of in 2018 have this Social responsibility to look like a good parent in front of other parents so that we don't become a story on Facebook. Absolutely. It's ridiculous, but honestly, I think we all kind of feel that way, like, oh, they're paying attention to how I'm parenting, and I don't think that should matter. We're all just trying to make good kids. But there's a couple things that go on here. Is it an isolated incident? If it's the first time your kid has said asshole, I think that you're okay with just having a nice talk about it. If they're continuously calling people assholes, then you should probably escalate the discipline a little bit. Maybe it's time to leave the park to show them that, hey, if you if you do something bad, there's
0: consequences. Maybe you also need to reevaluate some things and maybe stop saying the word asshole so much in front of your child.
1: I don't know how long it's going to be before our child says asshole. That is a frequently used word in this house. Yeah. So, but, we're giving this advice, but honestly, uh, again, I, I think this is going to be us in a couple yeah, years with again, our middle child.
0: Not professionals by any means. We have opinions on a lot of things, not professional ones.
1: No, nothing close to not that. Even. So, yeah, I, I, I would laugh, but. I, I wouldn't take it too seriously. I mean, yeah. three and four year olds, they say a lot of things, they do a lot of things you know. Yeah.
0: Both just, kids
1: just bo- try to teach them the right thing. Yeah.
0: Both kids are in the wrong here, so I think it's a parenting lesson for for both children. And again, you you're parenting when you're in public to show other parents that hey, look, I'm paying attention. I'm being a good parent. But really, you're going to go home, you're going to talk to your wife, you're going to talk to your husband, whoever is there with you, and you're going to be like, "Oh my god, little Timmy called that dude an asshole. That was so funny." So, yeah. That's that's basically it's, I, what's I, the truth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that was a good first question.
0: That's a great first that was question. That's a great first
1: question. Are you ready to move on?
0: I am ready to move on. All right. All right, so we're going to move on to our second question. Uh, for this one, this one comes in from Facebook. Uh, Beth writes, uh, she says, Josh and I are getting married in June. My sister handmakes cards as a hobby, so she offered to make our announcements as a wedding gift. She sent me four options, and they were all awesome, but I chose my favorite. Each of these options had our initials, JB, Josh and Beth. Uh, She made 80 announcements that all say BJ. So now I get to send all these BJ announcements to family and friends. My sister is ultra Christian and has literally no idea, and I have no intention of telling her. Honestly, I think it's pretty hilarious. But what would you guys do? And she says that she has another sister uh, who had a good laugh about it along with her future mother-in-law. So she's, uh, she's discussed it with some people, but I, I, my, I, wow. Well,
1: it's just initials. I don't know that it's that big of a deal.
0: Well, I mean, they are beautiful cards. She did send us a picture and I can see that they're beautiful invitations, but I gotta say it's misleading. Cause all there's going to be some dudes there that are like at this wedding and all they're going to see is a beautiful, tasteful, elegant affair. And they're going to be like, uh, they're going to look at the the BJ invitation and... <sighs> I oh, jeez. Yeah, somebody's going to be disappointed.
1: I mean, you don't actually know what they have planned for the wedding, so this could be totally correct.
0: That, I mean, it could be. I I do know this person personally, and I don't think that's going to be the kind of PDA that's going out there.
1: I mean, maybe they're just giving people a taste of what the honeymoon's going to have.
0: Um, moving on... <laughs> <laughs> All right. You uh, you want to field the next question for me?
1: Sure. Uh, this one comes from Steve via text message. The topic here is going to be modern culture. So uh, I I mean that's a that's a little bit of a loose topic there. But the question is, what are our takes on people that send snap stories of their car radio? Ugh. Agreed. god i think there's actually there's there's two types of people for this one there is the car radio snapper who will send you 60 seconds worth of video of their car radio of a song you don't care about and now you have to click several times to make it stop yeah and then there's the type who do the selfie video of them singing along with the song and I don't like either of them. God,
0: which one's worse?
1: I think the selfie one is worse because I take safety seriously. And I don't believe these people are parked when they're taking these videos. No, they're, they're honest. They're, <laughs> there's
0: no way that they're parked. Because a lot of these, you can see the road going, you know, by in the camera.
1: And I mean, how why, why do you think that anyone cares to watch you lip sync bye, bye, bye?
0: Okay, first off. Uh, do not besmirch the song Bye Bye Bye. I will lip sync that. I
1: will too, but I'm not going to video record it.
0: I will video record it. Maybe not while I'm, definitely not while not I'm driving. Not while you're driving.
1: No. I mean, maybe like, ask someone if they want to see you lip sync. Okay, I guess maybe don't Nobody ask. Wants Nobody wants to see wants that. that. Yeah, you're, there you're you gonna, go. You're, you're going to get a solid the no. question. No. Nobody wants to see that. Stop sending snap videos of the songs you're listening into the in the car. You're not being safe. No one cares. It doesn't sound good. No, it and sounds terrible. And it's not terrible. original.
0: No. Stop it, it's doing it. Everybody does it. Well, not everybody does it. Everybody that does it, it always sounds bad because your phone speaker is trash. It's not going to pick up the song the way that you want it to. Nobody cares about where you're driving. So unless you're literally filming an accident with like some crazy death metal or something going on, I don't care.
1: Even if you're doing that, you probably shouldn't be.
0: No, you shouldn't be because you're going to end up in another accident. And but I mean,
1: if you're the passenger in the car doing a lip sync video, like... That's a little more excusable, that, but yeah. I still don't care.
0: This I think this question's more for people behind the wheel, because I, 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 I just don't see the point of people showing the road ahead of them while they've got music playing, and it's like, are is there supposed to be something interesting? I can't understand what the song's saying. I can vaguely hear are a melody. Are you sending
1: me a message?
0: Yeah, like, what? what is this? Who is this for? Who are you sending a message to?
1: Yeah, just don't
0: do it. Yeah, Nobody has ever said, hey, send me a really crappy Snap Story (laughs) when you're on your way home because I really want to hear it through your crappy phone speaker. It's
1: 10.45 at night. I definitely need to see you singing this. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Stop it. Stop it, people. Stop it. This this is your only warning. Stop it. I am going to call your insurance company. Stop it. (laughs) All
1: right, moving on.
0: Okay, so on YouTube, uh, we have a question from Sean (laughs) Hines. And Sean Hine writes, if you want to do this podcast, the first thing you need to ask yourself is, how do you feel about full frontal male nudity? Tori? Love it. Love it?
1: I love, I love all nudity. I think everyone should be naked and be cool with being naked. Um,
0: I think our middle daughter took that to heart because I can't keep pants on the kid.
1: Oh, that's true. I mean, that's all our kids. Yeah, I mean, I think they get that from me. But full frontal male nudity doesn't bother me. I mean... It's just it's just a penis. Is that a bad word? Can I not say that?
0: We said asshole about 15 million times yeah, on here. people take penis, penis is pretty more acceptable. seriously.
1: It's just a penis. I, I
0: <laughs> really don't think they should take it so hard.
1: <clears throat> Good one, babe.
0: I try. <laughs> uh, no, I just, it's whatever. I mean, if I lose a bet, maybe I'll record a podcast fully frontal and male and nude. All four of those. If so, I'm lucky. You're only saying that because you don't have your glasses on, first off.
1: Oh, stop.
0: I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, so moving on here. We, here's a doozy.
1: Oh, this is, this is a good one. So this one comes from Scarlet. She says, uh, my friend has been with her husband for about 10 years, and they have two kids under the age of six. We became friends not long before they got married, and while I have never liked how this guy treated her, I felt I haven't really known her long enough to voice that strong of an opinion. He's always been mentally abusive, and now she's claiming that he's done some physically abusive things as well. This has caused her to quote-unquote kinda cheat on him by texting and talking to other guys, until recently she brought the last guy home while he was away on business. They finally split when he cleaned out the checking account, leaving her with nothing to raise her kids with. But I felt like she's giving up all of her power by begging him non-stop to get back together. As a friend, how should I handle this when she asks for my opinion?
0: Wow, that's uh, that's some pretty heavy stuff. What a... Uh, now, now not, notwithstanding... The terrible things that the guy has done and the girl has done. I don't think anyone
1: is is right there. And I think we're lacking a lot of information to give an opinion on that situation. Yeah,
0: because we're only seeing... Because think about it like this. If you're telling your friends about the terrible things your ex has done... He's not going to come out smelling like a rose. It's all going to be pig shit. That's what it's going to be. And, you know, she's giving the side of the story of this guy is a douchebag and he did this and he did all this. Yeah, I might have done this, but it's because he was so awful. You're getting that side of the story. And, so we'll- I mean,
1: you don't want to invalidate the abuse claims. but No, never. I mean, we don't know the sides of the story. So I don't know that we should comment on that. No, Cheating but- is wrong. Abuse is wrong. We don't really have enough of an opinion or know these people to give our opinion on that So exactly
0: let's... the question is as a friend, how should I handle when she asks for the opinion? So as a friend, how would you how would you walk somebody through that?
1: Well I'll say I went through a divorce a couple years ago and I had a really bad situation, a really bad relationship with my ex. and when I was going through that, I wasn't needing advice on how to handle him. I wasn't needing advice on how to handle my lawyer or that situation. I just needed a friend, so I think that what you should do, no matter what your friend is saying, venting about, asking about, just be supportive, be there for them. I I don't know that there's any advice you can give when you haven't been in that situation.
0: Yeah, it's tough to say because if you don't know anything about being in a bad relationship, it's kind of hard to to say, oh, well, you should do this, this helped me. No, it's it's like you said, it's just you, you want someone... To be there to listen. If you're talking and you've already told someone this much, clearly you need someone to listen to you. So I think that's that's the best first step is just say, hey, I'm here for you. If you need to vent, I'm here. You know, Lay it on me. I want to listen. I'm here. Just let me know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best thing you can do. I mean, if you feel really positively or negatively, like definitely let them know that if you think that they really should not go back to him and they're really struggling, like maybe be that reinforcing, like uh, devil's advocate, you know, like I know you want to go back, but you know, sometimes the most comfortable thing isn't the best thing. What's, what's easiest isn't always what's best. Yeah, so I think true. that that's just really what you have to keep in mind. Yeah. So, and you
0: don't want to get involved in trash talking. Cause even though she said that she didn't like the guy, um, it's it's better to to lift someone up than to hold someone else down. That's for sure. And you just in in engaging with them with trash talk and and all of this, you're just helping them wallow in their pity.
1: And not even that if if you engage and start talking badly about someone you really don't know whether or not they're going to get back together. Exactly. And if they do, now those bad things you said, that's what they're going to remember. That's I mean, I think everybody knows a friend who got back with someone they shouldn't have. And then, you know, you hear that stuff, and then they're going to cut you out. And then if the relationship goes bad again, now there's a wall between you and that friend, and you're not going to be able to be there for them. And, I mean, I don't know. Just the person I am, I don't really care. I'm going to be there for you, and just tell me what you need. Uh, But you just, you don't want to put a wall up with negativity. No, no.
0: So, if they they want to, if the other person says negative things, just you know you can talk it's it's got to be listening that's 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 my two cents on it
1: if only you would listen <clears throat> to me what what
0: come again i'm sorry i wasn't listening shocking <laughs> okay so let's
1: let's get a little more lighthearted
0: here okay so we're uh, we're going to pick it back up go back on that positive note here uh, this question comes in from twitter from uh, a fella named BRC Yeah. And BRC Yeah asks, what is the worst fruit flavored candy?
1: The worst fruit flavored candy is any candy that claims to be watermelon flavored.
0: Ooh, whoa. First off, have you ever had a watermelon juice, Jolly Rancher?
1: Uh, yeah, it doesn't taste like watermelon. It's super misleading. No, just, it's just like amazing. every other watermelon. Watermelon flavor doesn't taste like watermelon. Come up with a different name. Like blue raspberry, that doesn't taste like raspberry. It tastes like blue and everyone knows it. You order that flavor because it's blue and it's exciting. Yeah. That's the whole thing behind it. Same thing with watermelon, except it's still red and not exciting. So, I mean, it doesn't taste like watermelon. Stop calling it watermelon. I hate it. And the flavor of watermelon that they call watermelon doesn't taste good.
0: Okay, I'm gonna give you the blue raspberry one. I'll agree with you there, but I do like blue raspberry. Of
1: course, it's blue.
0: Yeah, it's blue and it tastes like blue.
1: And it makes your mouth blue.
0: It makes your mouth blue. That's perfect. But watermelon is, I I like the watermelon flavored things. Like, uh, Arizona makes a delightful watermelon juice drink. I don't really know what it is. It's, it's a it's juice. Not I think. It's not it's delightful. It's almost like a fruit punch.
1: It's mis- Yeah, fruit punch. That's fine. Call it fruit punch. Don't call, call watermelon. it watermelon. But we're talking about candy. So let's see. There's Jolly Ranchers. There's Airheads. Um, I'm not even sure. I don't eat watermelon candy because it's not watermelon flavored.
0: What are those one little candies? They're red and they've got like the. They're in the red. Maybe they're a strawberry.
1: The ones they have like the, the weird little strawberry jelly dupe in inside. the yeah, middle. Yeah, those are strawberries. Dude, they they have look you... like strawberries.
0: No, what they look like is an enigma because I've never seen one in a store. I've only ever seen only them at, at, at your grandparents' have Yes. Oh
1: my god, where do they get them?
0: I, it's it's some kind of grandparently. Well, that's
1: probably one of the best fruit flavored candies.
0: It really is. So and it
1: probably because they're so hard to find. They're just like a memory of everybody. Everybody has from their grandparents' house when they're children. Yeah. It's probably one of those things, if we had one right now, the nostalgia would taste better than the actual candy.
0: I don't know, because I, I feel like they would still taste pretty good. It's a, it's a mission for anybody out there. If you can tell me where to find those grandma... Strawberry, strawberry candies. cinnamon uh, send them in. The wrapper us. looks like
1: a strawberry. We'll, we'll tweet yeah. out a picture of what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll
0: tweet a picture of it, and we'll let you know exactly what we're looking for. Um, but for mine... So, now that you've been so venomous with your words against watermelon, which, by the way, did nothing to you. Um, Whatever. I, the, I, I immediately think of the worst candy. The worst candy I've ever had is called Whorehound Candy. Yep, that's that, the name.
1: That sounds awful.
0: It, it does. Uh, it's, it was also a candy that was eaten by my grandmother. She, had, she was guaranteed to have three kinds of candy in her purse. A Werther's Original. She loved those hard candies. Uh, she had whorehounds and she had the the little strawberry candies. She also had juicy fruit chewing gum, which had no flavor at all. But she chewed it the has crap flavor
1: out of it. for at least ten seconds.
0: It's got a sugary sweet flavor, but that's it. Anyway, whorehound candy is terrible. I don't think it's a fruit. I think it's like an is herbal... it still made? Yeah, yeah, you can find it right now. I saw some uh, the last time I was in what was that store? The uh, Ocean State Job Lot. Okay. I, I saw some in there the last time I was there. So they they still make it. You can still get it. It's by a company called Clay's, C-L-A-E-Y, apostrophe S. Um, they make other kinds of candies, too, that are actually pretty decent. Uh, they make, you know, strawberry, watermelon, all kinds of candies. But they, uh, yeah, they also make a candy called whorehound candy, and it is terrible. I can't even describe the taste. It tastes like... Uh, Black licorice tastes better than that candy. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And she used to suck those things down. Like, it was...
1: That sounds awful. Oh, it was, Did it, she have bad teeth? And I feel like people who have a lot of hard candy end up with really bad teeth.
0: She had dentures.
1: Well, that explains it.
0: Yeah, she had dentures. and it, it always weirded me out, too, because when I was a little kid, and even to this day, I can't just straight up take a bite of ice cream with my incisors because it hurts my mind to think about it right now
1: it hurts my cavities yeah it's it's
0: it's just so (laughs) freaky looking just to oh take a bite made my teeth hurt but she would do it she would just eat the ice cream and i for a long time i was like how could she do that but i realized you know she had dentures so that was that That was was how yeah
1: that's a good reason
0: yeah for someone who had dentures she ate a lot of candy
1: i mean once you have dentures there's really no reason to not eat
0: candy yeah, I mean,
1: I guess you're. I mean, they at that say point. like, oh, don't eat candy because it's gonna rot your teeth. I mean, if your teeth are plastic, you're not really running any risk.
0: Bro, I think you just like opened my mind. You're welcome. Get the teeth pulled. Eat all the candy you want. N-
1: no, like, keep your teeth, babe. Like, no. we don't, we don't have no, money for no, dentures. No. Listen,
0: we'll get the dentures. Diabetes might take my foot because I ate all that candy, but I can eat all the candy I want, and I have to worry about my teeth. This is fantastic news.
1: I don't think this is logical. Ah. All right. Well. Next, let's get to an important question. Uh, I think it's a good question for our first show. This one comes from Donald. uh, And he wants to know, what is the story behind Nips? Now, anybody who's listening, I'm going to assume that most people listening to our first episode know us. uh, But Nips is spelled K-N-I-P-P-S. So, let's hear it. it Let's hear it, Nips.
0: Thank you, Donald on Facebook. So, the story... Behind Nips. Uh, that's a good one that stretches all the way back to my high school days. Uh, I rode in on my covered wagon one morning. No, I'm not that old, but... Aren't you? No. But, no, I, uh, I... I Back in high school, it was 2002, maybe, and one morning I came up with a list of names that were just stupid, funny names uh, that you could use as an alias, like bo Nur. Uh, Mike Hunt.
1: You are 32 years old, and I can see you doing the same thing t- today.
0: I might tweet out a full list of names right after this, so we'll see. Uh, but I came up with some, and toward the end of it, I started getting bored, and I came up with names like uh, what? Are, what was the one? Jim Nipples was the one. Papa Tent, Papa Wood, uh, those. But Jim Nipples was just the least creative one. I know. I said I was creative. being lazy. So, my friends already called me Jimmy K, as it was, you know, being my name is James Keith. Uh, the friends called me Jimmy K. So, one morning, I came in, and it was particularly cold, and I had this, this blue t-shirt that I wore a lot, and when I would wear this shirt, my nipples would always poke out. And somebody pointed it out, and they said, hey, looks like you're Jim Nipples, you know, pulling this random name off of this list that I had made a month prior.
1: Made a list and passed it out to his friends.
0: I, well, I just showed it to. You. It was one list. I didn't photocopy it, but I should have because then I probably still have it. But I am a pack rat. <laughs> but I, yeah, I. They all laughed at me and they started calling me Jimmy Nips from then on, which was NIPS. So we would go play laser tag in town, and you could put your your name on the board, and it would come out on the sp- on the uh, the spreadsheet. Uh, we had wonderful names of the other friends like whirling monkey whirling monkey was a good one uh spanky gt high school's a weird time for everyone huh yeah Godfarts, turtle there might have been a couple okay you're
1: getting sidetracked back to jimmy nips
0: anyway jimmy nips that was that was the fun one to to put on there and uh flash forward to maybe 2004 people still call me jimmy nips all the time just because that was that was what it turned into that was the name uh, so, but people also call me for, for those of you who don't know, my, I, when I was born and raised, all my friends called me JK. Toward high school, it became Jimmy K and then it was still JK a little bit or Jimmy Nips It was, you know, depending on the person I'm talking to, they're going to call me a different name. It is name. still this way. It is. It is. Some people call me, uh, here, the only person who calls me Jimmy here in Kentucky is, uh, my wife. Actually, she doesn't even call me Jimmy. She calls me Jim or Jum because she mistyped it. And everybody else calls me JK. I'm sure there's people that, the people at my office call me James because they don't read the signature of my email. (sighs) But it's fine.
1: Anyway, 2004.
0: 2004. Uh, I'm sitting at the park with my good friend Leo and we are just having a talk and he says something. I don't remember exactly what he said. It made me respond to him and I went, Leo, Cecil, you watch your mouth. And he goes, James Nips, you don't talk to me that way. And I was like, wait, hold up. What, what did you, did you just call me James Nips? He's like, yeah, yeah, why? Like, wait, dude, do you, do you think my middle name is Nips? And he's like, yeah, it's not. Everybody calls you Jimmy Nips all the time. I'm like, dude, like, JK, my middle name, it, it has a K in it. How is that How is that Nips? And he goes, I thought the K was silent. And, and now you know the name of our podcast, That's too. where it came from. So the, uh, the silent K, it's all based on that memory of a very funny, to me, conversation with Leo back in 2004. Uh, so we went on to make other websites. We made a website called silentk.s5.com and that is no longer running. We did back up all the pictures onto a Facebook site. There is a Facebook page which is not currently public, but we have it and it's out there somewhere. So it's a lot of stupid pictures.
1: The internet was weird in the beginning. Oh huh? my god. It was it was We started weird and now we're here. Yeah,
0: it was memes before they were memes. It was it was a website that I got the idea from called I think i can say this it was called mexicans and party hats dot com or something like that which is also not a website that's there anymore but it was there and it just showcased a lot of stupid pictures of, of people so we went around our college campus taking pictures of people in a jester hat so anybody that would let us we took a picture and we posted them on this website it wasn't clever it wasn't creative consent is key exactly people would wear the hats and they would let us And we would put their names on there and they were like oh that's great tell me more later on we didn't
1: all right next question
0: all right moving on uh let's see this next question uh comes from another superstar question from steve here uh via text message he says uh, on the topic of fashion how old is too old to still dress like a quote prep wearing like american eagle abercrombie etc and does even such a thing exist anymore
1: Um, I would say, uh, as someone who has never worn either of those brands, um, but knows of people who have, I think that that's more um, a young adult, teenage to college age thing. I think that's why you're even asking, does it exist anymore? You're past that point. Um, I think once you're out of college, you you got to transition from prep to professional. um, if, If that's what you're into, I mean, I think... People that dressed preppy, that's their next step, would be uh, professional or business casual type thing. And people who never did um, would continue not doing that.
0: Well, what do you what do you consider preppy? Like popped collars? And- uh, I
1: think that was preppy in two thousand four. Do you remember when everybody was wearing uh, like double polo <laughs> shirts with several popped collars? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a weird time. Um, <laughs> But I think preppy is more bright colors. Um, pastels? Yeah, like pastels. I okay. think that's a good word. Um, polos, just, you know, the, the brand of American Eagle and Abercrombie. Um, I don't know. Are ripped jeans still a thing? I, yeah, I don't rip,
0: ripped jeans are still a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that we're the worst people. I think this is the worst question that we actually have any answer for, because I live in leggings, and he lives in a three-wolf moon shirt, so we don't... my
0: favorite shirt, first off, and I feel magical when I wear it. I feel the power pulsing through me.
1: You do. You're so handsome.
0: better believe I am when I have that shirt on. I have it right next to me. Not wearing it, but I keep it nearby for good luck, just in case.
1: He's a weird dude. Um... But yeah, I mean, so fashion fashion sense, we know a lot about it. Um, if you're still wearing Abercrombie, no, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't even say that because I feel like there's I probably mean, some really neutral stuff you could get from yeah, those stores. you, you can wear things and dress
0: one. nicely. There's there's no reason that yeah, you Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I think that it's more the style preppy. Like, it doesn't have to be from American Eagle and Abercrombie. I really think it's just what you decide to wear. And I think really, you know, wear whatever you want to wear. Wear whatever's comfortable, but, you know... If you're fifty years old wearing a pop collar, go back to two thousand four, and you're even weird there.
0: Okay, here's the thing too, though. Um, you can wear nice clothes. You can wear American Eagle and Abercrombie, all that stuff. Like that's there's not Is a there problem. A nice
1: clothes? I don't. I don't know what constitutes as nice.
0: <coughs> well, it's it, it. It's still it's not even the clothes. And yeah, they are they're nice clothes. They're 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 nice. They don't make you the douchebag though. What makes you a douchebag is what's inside the clothes, and that's okay, you. Okay, so
1: are you saying that preppy people are douchebags?
0: Most of what you're going to consider, you know, quote-unquote preppy, those are like the douchey, like, yeah, I mean, the, I think, the chads of the world.
1: I think that prep isn't so much a style as it is a style mixed with a type of person who exists in high schools and colleges. Yeah,
0: it's a, uh, it's a, it's like a class You know what, almost. know what,
1: you know what, there's a new word for it. Um, it's a fuckboy.
0: I mean, that's also pretty encompassing of of a few other things.
1: Right, but have you ever met um, a preppy guy, someone that you would look at who would be a Chad, a preppy guy, who wasn't a
0: fuckboy? Point taken. Yeah, I, uh, okay, yeah, no, no, I I, I, I concede to that, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, so
1: my answer, my final answer on fashion is going to be, dress however you want, don't be a douchebag yeah that's it i don't care what you wear i don't care what i wear does it
0: make you feel comfortable does it cover your ass
1: if you're comfortable and you feel good you do you boo yeah
0: that's it all right and moving on so our next question Ooh, looks like we got a this or that coming up Tori. uh
1: this or that oh this is going to be a this is going to be a repeat segment that we're (coughs) hoping to do on future shows, it's going to be a rapid fire questions. This week, it's going to be a this or that type question and answer. Um, So many of you who know us would know that we are huge WWE fans in
0: this house. Huge, the hugest, the biggest.
1: And this, stop that. This weekend is special because it is WrestleMania.
0: WrestleMania, the granddaddy of them all.
1: So tomorrow is Wrestlemania, tonight we're recording, and we're gonna publish this on Monday. So, we're going to do a rapid this or that for, uh, well, we'll do Jimmy's opinions on who he thinks is going to win the matches. And on Monday, when you listen to this, uh, if you watch wrestling, you can either text him and be like, oh, awesome, you know the future, or dude, you're a loser who doesn't know anything. You're an idiot.
0: Uh, Tweet me any of those things. I could could be right. Yeah, he could be
1: right. He's probably wrong. He's usually wrong.
0: I I mean, when it comes to WWE, sure. When it comes to
1: everything. No. Well... Anyway, here we go. Okay, are you ready?
0: Uh, let me let me uh, let me flex the old uh, danger noodle inside my mind. Are blah, 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 blah. Okay.
1: Are you All ready? Right.
0: I'm ready for the this or that.
1: All right, here we go. So I'm gonna name a match and you are going to tell me the winner. Yeah, all right.
0: Also all right. this comes from uh Steve again via text message. Steve is
1: our biggest fan. Yeah,
0: you guys need to get like Steve who has never even heard an episode of the show and is providing questions out the yin and the yang, the black and, and the white. And he's got four
1: kids. So he doesn't have a lot of time. No, he has
0: he has he, he has, has less, less time, time than, us. than us. Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. All right.
0: So Mania picks. Let's let's uh let's get it and go.
1: Women's Battle Royal. Uh, uh, Bailey. Men's Battle Royal.
0: Uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal is what it's called. And, uh, I'm going. Blah, 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 Elias?
1: Okay. Uh, Cruiserweight, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Uh,
0: Cedric Alexander taking the title home.
1: Okay, SmackDown Live Tag Team.
0: Uh, blah, 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 Blumkin Bludgeon Brothers.
1: <laughs> Blumkin. Uh, Raw Womans.
0: Uh, I want Nia Jax. Uh, Raw Tag. Uh, Bar Retains.
1: Who's Braun's Mystery Opponent?
0: Uh, I'm going Big Show.
1: SmackDown Live, US title.
0: Uh, Randy Orton retains.
1: Uh, Raw Intercontinental. Uh,
0: Seth Rollins.
1: SmackDown Live Women's. Oscar. Daniel Bryan and Shane versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh,
0: Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon.
1: All right, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Steph McMahon.
0: Easy, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey.
1: All right, WWE Championship.
0: Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: Universal Championship.
0: Uh, Roman Reigns. All
1: right, you heard it here. So no explaining the answers and uh. Maybe he'll get one or two right. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So this is our first show. And uh, how are you feeling about it?
0: I'm feeling pretty good. I I hope all of our friends are listening and they're probably laughing more at us than with us. Maybe
1: they haven't turned us off yet.
0: Maybe they didn't turn us off yet. That is true. If
1: you haven't turned us off yet, thanks. Yeah.
0: And if we haven't turned you off yet... Go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe.
1: Yeah, and uh, give us some questions for next week. You can tweet us at the Silent K. Find us on Facebook at the same.
0: Yeah, so we're on Twitter at the Silent K Pod. We're on Facebook at the Silent K Pod. slash the Silent as it were. Uh, You can email us your questions.
1: You can text us. Yeah. Facebook message us. Chances are you all know us personally and are sick of seeing pictures of our kids. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go out on a very sturdy limb here and say that everyone who's listening at this point is a personal friend, contact, or acquaintance of ours. So you should
1: all do the best thing you can do and tell your personal friends about us.
0: Yeah, share this, let people know. Uh, most importantly the show is it's a slave to you. We wouldn't have the show if people didn't ask us the questions. So please keep those questions get coming better. in.
1: it. It can only get better from here. Yeah,
0: we're only going up from here. This is uh probably probably so, but we are that aluminum foil ball. We're getting polished right now. We're Brinkley. We're a, we're a big lump and a guy's hitting us with a hammer, but pretty soon we're going to be a This is a, is nice, a weird smooth, analogy. Shiny ball. Yo, have you been on the internet in the last two weeks? That's all the internet is—is is shiny aluminum foil balls. Is
1: that true? Yup. I don't internet frequently.
0: No, that's uh, that is the case. So. Okay. That's what's going on. Well, you on. heard it
1: here: shiny aluminum foil balls. Yep. All right. So we will see you next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll
0: see you next Monday. And remember, the same place? at the
1: Silent K Pod, ask us questions.
0: Yes, keep them coming in.
1: And uh, we're going to bed.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bed. Bye, guys. Bye.